My name is Bree, and I will be acting as Dungeon Master for this campaign. I'm Reverie Terribly, known as Rev. I'll be playing Noctradamus, a tiefling sorcerer. I'm Leliana, aka Laura, and I am playing Rowan, an elf rogue. I'm Saki, or Rue. I'm playing Eddie, who is a water genasi druid. My name is Vixie B. I'm playing Frelholman Tenderheart Quothi Vime Tan, a seven-foot goliath bard and has two very sweet little emotional support dogs named alabaster and polywog okay where are you going what are you doing uh eddie's just gonna look up at tondrin and sort of ask is this all news to you oh yeah i forgot to look at him the whole time <laughs> not was too busy being badass interrogator yeah. and forgot that tondrin was there <laughs> oh i don't know about any of this Face. <laughs> I was gonna say that's a pretty genuine face, but can can Eddie try to do in face? Really? I will do that too. Go for it. Hey, Rowan's not staring him down. Rowan's too busy thinking, holy crap, Noct is pretty great. I got <laughs> a 20. Oh. Nice. I got a 22. Yeah. Tondren is there to beat up things if they get near you. He doesn't know anything about this. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> legit. Okay. For a nice. simple chap. Oh, yeah. oh Tundra. We've ruined his whole day. I mean... <laughs> He's in the library. He can still read porn. Okay. <laughs> That's not the only thing he does. No. Are you sure? It is well, now. <laughs> that is now his only activity. Yeah. First we, impressions. The players we, decided. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. We broke him down to two traits. Handsomeness and porn. <laughs> That's a good combo. Very thematic. Right? <laughs> um, so, uh, we have a choice. We can um, go to this farm and see Highland for ourselves, or we can continue with um, uncomfortable discussions with family members. I feel very guilty with the idea of hunting down someone who left because they didn't want to be found. But I feel like if we're looking for honesty, perhaps we'll glean more information from him than this potential situation that we've created that may or may not be a thing where members of the council are hiding something very large. Maybe. For now, should we at least go back and tell people what we found, which could be nothing, on the subject of the little boy? Because we did come here for that reason. And if we run off somewhere to find Highland, then will they suspect that we have found what we found? Would that be dangerous? I would like to agree with your um, head-shaking friend that um, perhaps... Confronting the parents now is not a great idea. No, that's or, not what I, that's what I mean. Not, oh, not but I don't think we yeah. should tell anyone either. No. I think we should arm ourselves with all the important information we are going to need. Proof. Irrefutable ah. proof. Absolutely. I agree. But they need to know something. If yeah, they, they need to know that we checked. But I... <sighs> my head shaking... Uh, I think knocked on. I'm nervous. If we go back, we can't. We can't pretend that we didn't find soldier soldiers, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. uh, suits of armor, and for the parents who may or may not be hiding something, that could indicate to them that we know 
what they might know is hidden in there. And if our friend who we're maybe going to go talk to is involved, don't we run the risk of putting him in danger or having them go talk to him first? If, if we want, you know, they didn't, um, I don't want to lie to them and say that we, f- we found nothing, especially because Vasilian already knows we found something, but I'm, I'm, I don't want to put this man who doesn't even know we've found this in danger of even being confronted when, you know, we can go and have a very nice conversation with him or we're just there to, to find out. But if someone is hiding something, they may not be as, I, I think he is as involved in this as, as, as maybe Rowan is. And maybe he should have first dibs on finding out before our parents who might be hiding something. I think that's a very logical viewpoint. So are we just leaving? I think so. Well, you see, if we leave now, no one will be able to tell us not to go. But if we go there first, they could say, no, you cannot go talk to this person. And something could kick up. We don't know how deep this goes. We don't. If my parents tell me not to go, I I won't be able to go. If we go now, they can't stop me. Right now, we don't need permission because Mm -hmm. we haven't asked. Mm -hmm. We don't need permission. We're on the council. Well, right. So we don't need to tell anyone where we're going. We're only going to a farm. We We don't know which farm we're going to yet. I think Vasilian told us, didn't he? He, If you you can ask him, he'll point on a map. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Tondran will... It's only been an hour and a half. Uh, they wouldn't be expecting you to check in yet anyway. They did tell us to go to a, a bar after this and it, bond. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'll Forgot just be too. happy because they 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 maybe think that we're bonding and they will probably just ignore it. I think really my father sent us to go do this to force us to be together anyway. So as long as maybe we send a message saying we're all together for the evening, that will likely be enough for them. And I don't know, they they didn't give us a, a timeline anyway. They just told us to go and then go to a bar, you know. Would Tondren care to send that message? Or, or do you want to come with us, Tondren? If I return without having had drinks, <laughs> They will know, and they will say that I am not working together. I'll go with you. I don't like any of this, but I think we should just go now. Mm. Welcome to politics. (laughs) Who slaps his his massive arm. (laughs) None of us want to be here. This is not how I saw my day going. (laughs) No. (laughs) Eddie's pretty cool with it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Eddie's, Eddie's thriving. I was over here like, yeah, yeah, this is not what I thought my day. No, yeah, yeah. Eddie's like, oh. I'm gonna be able to get to do an investigation oh. on the yeah, right. Eddie's just getting the hot gossip about. <laughs> yeah, Eddie's yeah. getting exactly what Eddie wants. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not in the order that Eddie wants, but Eddie <laughs> slurp information. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
you can head to the farm. It's not very far from the college's library, maybe about a half an hour's walk. Um, the, the mill, the little processing areas for all of the produce and herbs and whatnot are a little closer to the city than the actual farms themselves. You find the mill easy enough. It's the massive windmill. It's quaint. You get close. What do you do? I just kind of look at Noct and say, you did a really good job back there. Do you mind leading still? Because I don't know. I don't know what we're about to walk into. Well, it's important that we don't put up a front of him being in any sort of trouble or yeah. anything like mm. that. I don't know how to not look imposing. What? How? I need some people advice here. I'm not good with people. Uh, Had a smile. <laughs> uh, I was just going to pass Eddie very gently. Like, can't be like, no, no. But like, the, <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't do that thing with your face. Don't, no, 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 no. No, just like raises an eyebrow with a smile. <laughs> Not sure that's quite what we had in mind. <sighs> Tondran will sigh loudly. <laughs> Relax, relax your relax your shoulders a bit. Just, <laughs> how does one like this? You like droop from like <laughs> a, li- a little too too much. Don't stand so s- straight. It looks like you're about to scold someone. I don't have any other way of standing. Just look. Move your head to the side and and just you know. Codron teaching at a flirt. Frill is gonna pull. A little, his, his, cause his little tunic like falls to the side. It's <laughs> <laughs> like hair. Frill is going to pull Alabaster out of the bag and put him in Noct's hands. There. <laughs> and then sometimes I find if, if you have a, a little one, you can just hold him against your chest and then you look, you look, so um, um, a- approachable, maybe a bridge. Animals can be a bridge sometimes. And then just pet him and hold him. And then you can talk to him and he'll see the dog and he'll see that, you know. Pet him. <laughs> and he's looking like the most shocked anyone has ever been to have anything thrust upon them. Eddie is doing the smile. <laughs> And Alabaster's just like staring right into Nox's face, also like, and wagging the tail just a little bit. Does this is it shedding on me? Uh, oh, it comes off so so easily. Right. You just like put your arm, like put him in in your arm, and then just that, and then I'll knock on the door, and then when he comes, you'll look, you know, just like just like paternal. Just you'll look paternal. Paternal? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like open, like you care already about a small one. So then maybe he'll be more. And then Frill's just going to look over there like, I (laughs) so many words today. I just like, wow, a bird. Oh, tight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, if you really think this will help, then for the greater good, small creature it is. 
Uh, he, he looks even more stiff than before as you walk up to the house. And he's like looking at this dog that is sort of like, uh, it has its paws on it and it, it's like fur. But, and poor robes are so nice. So I know. Oh. Frill's gonna knock on the door. To be fair, Frill's dogs are very well groomed. I'm sure they are. Very clean dogs. But Frill's going to knock on the door, but still kind of pain doing something else. So much socialization, so much nervousness. Just like, oh. Mm. Um, you can tell that it's a two-room building attached to this mill. You knock on the front door, which you assume is the front door because there's like a worn path leading up to it. I assume it's a happy knock that Frill does. I... Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, after a while, you hear shuffling. The door opens, and before you, you see it's an elven man. Um, still fairly young, red hair, ruffled, his shirt is a little undone. You think maybe he was resting. And knocked, he looks at you with just horror. <laughs> <laughs> uh, greetings. I mean, um, hi. <laughs> I... <clears throat> <laughs> my, <laughs> my name is uh, Dr. Damus, um, and I, me and my associate friends, me and my friends would like to come in and speak to you, if that is all right. Uh, you're not in any trouble. I was just we were passing and thought we could have a chat. And the, 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 look, that's a dog right there. You like dogs? Sure. Uh, <laughs> he hasn't looked away from you this entire time. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Oh, come come in. There's a table. He steps aside. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> Not immediately, we'll put the dog down. <laughs> <laughs> probably the dog will follow Doc now. You, you've touched oh. him. He's going to follow you for a little bit, probably. Of course. <laughs> <clears throat> it's a nice farm you've got here thanks and he's going to tear his eyes away and finally look at the rest of you now that he's not been instantly devoured by this demon that stands before him uh, <laughs> and when he sees Rowan you can all make insight checks if you want <gasps> oh, drama yeah, no. I mean you're you know why you're there. Yeah, yeah I'm staring oh, at him. I got 23. I got okay. 10. <laughs> 19. 15. Math is hard. All right, so uh, Frill and Rowan, this man has just seen a ghost, and he is afraid. You can all have seats. I'm going to make tea. Frilla is going to sit down so gently because they don't want to frighten him more. Got that empathy feeling. Going to sit down so gently and just like gently pet their dog. Feeling very assured that their choice to give Alabaster to <laughs> Noct was so successful that this is like clearly, <laughs> yes, I got it. I'm also a big scary one. Dogs are a good deterrent of the scared. Just going to sit gently and touch a dog. Eddie's not going to sit. Eddie's going to stand and kind of look around the room. It's fine. 
he's gonna kind of walk backwards, push the door open behind him. You can see there's like a little kitchen in there. And so he he goes into there to get tea. Uh, is that a, a tea roll? Who has a passive perception above a 14? Mine's a 16. Okay, so uh, Rowan, make a actual perception check then. Okay. Oh, great. Uh, 14. I, I also have a 16 for my passive. Doesn't okay, have to be yeah, roll, roll perception. Okay. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, tight. Uh, I got um, an 11. All right. You all wait for the oh tea that you think is going to come. <laughs> Naughty. <laughs> After a while... You might want to check on him. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Nice ran. Naughty. Uh, Do you need any help in there? (laughs) Um, Maybe he didn't hear you? Do you see him? I mean, there's only two rooms, isn't there? Did he go to the bathroom? Would it be rude of me to check? It's just the one door. His, his, His bed is in the same room that you're in. He has a little desk. He has the table, and then the little kitchen is separate in case the stove catches fire in the middle of, course. of the okay. night. Then I go wooden mill, of course. It just one room will protect him. <laughs> I guess if no one else knocked, we'll like lean around the kitchen. He's gone. The window oh. is open. Um, For goodness sake. I have an out of character question. Mm-hmm. Do, do like humanoid, like sentient creatures count as beasts as far as does it say it, it should say specifically I'm sure it would say humanoids if it yeah. meant humanoids. okay because it says just dis- like specifically sort of animals no he's not a beast he's- <laughs> okay he could be we don't know <laughs> yeah, sure. we don't, i don't know his life he can you know okay what are you gonna do <laughs> um this might be a situation why would he just leave us in his house? Oh, he's uh, not there, by the way, in case you didn't know. Uh, Eddie kind of looks at Rowan with a bit of sass, but also like understanding that like she doesn't know what's happening. Like it's not like he's judging her. He's just kind of like, who could have thought? Is it the dog? I mean, I thought that plan was foolproof. I thought you did so well. I thought we all did so well. I think it was me. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, he did look very nervous. But if you are who you might be, how would he know that? You would have been tiny, right? Presumably. Yeah, but your guess is as good as mine. But he looked at me and he, you know. Okay. Well, Nock's going to look out the window to see if he's like cartoonishly (laughs) running away. (laughs) (laughs) And he's still (laughs) away. Well, the area around here is kind of cluttered with buildings. A lot of processing happens. He could be anywhere, unless you had a way to track him. <laughs> That's why I was asking him <laughs> if he was a beast. <laughs> what has a good snoot, Frill? Uh, Puppy dogs. Uh, yeah, dogs. Doggo? Okay. Doggo. Oh, a doggo be... with big ears. Okay, uh, Eddie's just going to sort of look at them and be like, would we like to track him? I can, I can do that. I think so, but I think maybe if we find him, maybe one or two of us should go speak to him. And I don't mean this in a way that, d- please don't have, please don't be hurt, Rowan, but I think maybe, maybe someone should hold down the fort here and- I was going to say I should stay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I 
Mm-hmm. But whoever goes, just take the scroll, just just in case. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the rings? Presuming it is. Send. I I've got the extra one. I can give you the extra <laughs> one, please. And yeah. then um, maybe I should come with you, and we can make it more about noses than like. St- I mean, I can run, but maybe knocked. I guess. Well. M- my nervousness is if you find him and then you come back to get us, he might be gone again by the oh, time yes. we get back. Please, so, please, please come with me, yeah. Yeah, we should, whoever is coming to talk to him, we should go together as a group, I think. Noct, are you going, do you think you're going to stay here or do you want to come with us? I feel I mean, like he was scared of you, too. I can tell when people are put off by my appearance and I yeah. feel like I may have scared him a little. Okay. Okay, well, maybe me and the dogs and Eddie can go and find him right now. Okay, yeah, the, the sooner the better. We don't know how far he's gone. Yeah. No, Eddie. Frill is going to pick Alabaster up and put him in the bag. <laughs> Eddie's going to sort of hand the ring to Frill. And then and make sure Frill's got the scroll too. Yes, yeah, um, that. So, yeah, going to cast Wild Shape. So... Uh, Eddie will start turning into uh, a dog. Very tall, very tall-eared, husky, husky-type dog. Oh. Are they still a bit watery? Can, can they be a cool water dog or just a normal An otter? Dog? Not, oh my god. <laughs> I just mean, like, are you like, blue? A blue dog? Because that's <gasps> like Tiger of the wind. <laughs> oh my god. Garurumon? Is <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> Digimon. Uh, yep. yes. Digi- yes. Digimon. Digimon. Yeah. Digimon. Digimon. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's have Eddie's uh, dog fur be the same color as their hair, which is like a very silvery blue, but most definitely more blue than white. Mm. Yeah. But none of the none of the like flowing watery bits <laughs> that they only have. Yeah. Very cool. Eddie. Do you want to describe how this happens? Is it? I do. I do. <laughs> um, okay. So Eddie, um, I feel like Eddie has probably done this with Frill before. Um, so Frill would know how it goes. So Eddie's kind of not trying to impress anybody. So Eddie just kind of takes off uh, their overcoat and then takes off the white shirt underneath. So just, are we still here? Because not would be looking away. Oh yeah. No, you're still here. You're still here. Uh, Eddie kind of stretches, gives a look at Rowan, looks at Noct, who is not looking at them. (laughs) Chuckles to themselves. And uh, then they sort of, their skin starts to glow a bit blue, really faintly. And then it looks like something under their skin is starting to move and ripple. And it's a little bit off-putting as the body starts to change shape. First, the back, the shoulders roll forward. The hands, arms get longer, so do the legs, as the position of the body just changes from vertical to horizontal. The snoot elongates. The fur starts to spread. And soon, you've got a wolf, or rather, a large husky dog, in pants that he then shakes off (laughs) and steps out. And then gently just sort of nudges with their nose, the clothing pile over to Frill. <laughs> so when you change back, that's uh, 
I mean, the clothing doesn't go with me. <laughs> Guess not. You know, that's fascinating magic. You should consider enrolling in the college. He's like talking to this dog. <laughs> <laughs> and he just sort of does the, like the giant like, dog yawn. Just... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ready to go, Eddie? So Eddie. Frills, in- gonna, sorry. Frills going to like secure the dogs before they run. You know, make sure the bag doesn't bounce. Sorry. Well, <laughs> did Frill pick up my clothes? Yeah, Frill would pick up your clothes and probably could put them in their back pocket. Honestly, like, wouldn't even need a bag. Great. Eddie transforms rather elegantly into this dog and begins sniffing around the little room. It's pretty small, like eight feet by eight feet. Um, brooding around for a scent, sniffing around the desk, knocking some papers and a little book and a candle and eventually gets to the bed and like sniffs around and gets a scent takes off out the door roll a perception check ah great Uh that's actually that's actually higher than the this one so you are pretty sure that you follow a scent going uh out towards where the farms are so yeah i was gonna say how fast is frill running can Phil mm. keep me, or is Phil not quite as fast as I'm? I would say Phil's not quite as fast, but I don't. I my walking speed is thirty feet. How yeah. far is this dog going, though? Yeah. Speed forty feet for a wolf. Oh, okay. okay. Cool. So you'd you'd be a little bit behind, but you could follow. I mean, they're blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now you're running. You're running out like towards the farmlands. Yep. Um, and you're not sure why he didn't go towards the city. There would have been more places to hide. But uh, make. You get to the end of your movement, make another perception check. <laughs> oh, God. Should I be doing this every time I catch up also? Because Frill would be, like, looking around well, for Well, if you want to actively be searching, I guess you can. But, I, for, I mean, the, for initially, you'd just be following the dog. Okay, yeah, I'll yeah. just follow until we get something. Okay, uh, I lost the scent or something because I rolled a six. Still oh, higher no. than him. Oh, no. Wow. So you're, you're still, you still got him. You're still going 45 feet in the direction that you smelled. Oh, good. Okay. So good for, he rolled real bad. <laughs> I thought that that face was because he rolled real good, and I was like, dang it. I know. I've got paws. I can't roll a die. <laughs> it was not great. You're coming up on what looks like a storage shed. Oh, <laughs> for the week. Oh, no. <sighs> okay, I'm so, just, I'm gonna slope a little bit and wait for Phil to catch up. <laughs> Looking, are okay, we Eddie, at- Eddie, Eddie. Well, no, you're you're probably got another two turns to go, really. Okay. For okay. distance yeah. wise, but I mean, there's nothing else out here. Okay. Yeah. So uh, looking up at Frill, just kind of motions towards the shed. Okay. So Frill's going to walk up. I assume with Eddie together. Eddie's, Eddie's going to stay in animal form as well for this. Yeah. Okay. At least so, right now. Yeah. That makes sense. Maybe knocking on the door with a fully naked person again might make him a little like, <laughs> who are these people? <laughs> Not Tom Brin. Why are you naked? Um, <laughs> So I guess we'll just like approach. And when we reach the shed, I feel like Frill is going to knock like exactly the same way, like, but a little more gentle. <laughs> There's no answer. 
Mm. <laughs> He's probably legged it out the back of this shed. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah, can I can I sort of smell underneath the door, like check to see? Oh if, can I tell if they're in there, or can I tell if they're not? You can do a little, little investigation roll. Okay. Seventeen. Yeah, he's in there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Pause um, gently at the door. Yep. I'm. Frill crouches down and like cups their hands around Eddie's, like in front of Eddie's ear, like this, and just whispers, Can you go to the back of the shed just in case he tries to escape out the back of the shed? And I'll open the door. I don't know if you guys hear, could hear that, but go to the back of the shed in case yeah. he tries to like. Yeah. I got sneak. it. I realized whispering in real life, maybe not the best choice when we're trying to record and you guys are trying to hear me. No, we heard it good. I'm going to just paw my way over to the back. Okay. Of the um, I'm very sorry to disturb you. I know you were kind of scared, but we really would like to talk to you. It's just me here. Uh, Frill Holman, uh, the big, big one with dogs, but gentle one. Not, I'm not scary at all. I'm just, you know, I'm just here. You don't even need to open the door. I just, um, we wanted to talk to you and I understand you're scared and you, you wanted, not wanted to run away, felt that you needed to run away, but it would be very helpful for us based on things that we've discovered about the council if you would be willing to speak to me in total confidence and I, I won't ever tell anyone else outside of our party what you've said, you don't need to worry. And then Frill's just gonna like wait. <laughs> <laughs> and you wait. Sweet. And you wait. And eventually you hear someone move something, step over something. <laughs> Trip on something. Oh, <laughs> no. Your NPCs, I swear. <laughs> it's not my fault. They roll so bad. <laughs> He's doing his best. He's very nervous. Oh. <sighs> and the door opens. Sorry. He's looking up at you. And he's not as scared as he was before. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll talk. But when I don't make any sense, you have to leave me alone. Okay, deal. And the scene fades to black <laughs> on this very triumphant what? chase that could have gone a lot better if I hadn't <laughs> rolled so badly. <laughs> <laughs> and you have found Highland Valencia, the oh, elven son of the previous council member, who you know nothing about except for he's attractive. <laughs> Of course. of course, obviously. <laughs> Was there any doubt? Good <laughs> enough for Eddie. <laughs> I really like the potential image for the beginning of the next one where giant frill, a dog, and this man are sitting in a storage. <laughs> I'm still outside. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm sure that frill will tell you you can come in. <laughs> so uh, on that note, how are, how's all, all the characters dealing with this? Good, just to start with Frill, because we're right there. Uh, 
I feel like Frill at the beginning of this was very, oh, like our parents work so hard to keep the city together. No one is hiding anything. That's just impossible. But as sort of like slowly as this session happens, <laughs> been sliding more toward, nah, I'm not an idiot though. So like, I can't fully pretend, which is sort of why they're getting a little chattier because they're feeling a little more like, I'm shy and I don't want to talk to people, but also I'm not stupid <laughs> and mm-hmm. there's something sus happening. Um, okay, what about Rowan? Rowan is very hardcore panicking, but like trying not to show it. Because um, she's she's not a social person in the first place, so she's finding out all this stuff that maybe means something. And there's all these people she doesn't really know around and the only two people that she knows really well are probably in on it. At least that's the assumption she's making. So she does not know who to trust, but she just kind of feels this group is at least maybe like vaguely on her side at the moment, you know, her side being the all what's happening. Yeah. Mm. She's probably quite literally while they're like chasing him down, like sitting in the corner of the room, just like, okay, (laughs) I'm here. This is just, okay. Just like staring at the ground thinking. I'm yeah. sorry for hurting your baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Um uh, Eddie. Yes. How's Eddie that? uh Eddie's doing great. Eddie is um, <laughs> Eddie's a dick. No, Eddie <laughs> Eddie is very much like because they're the one who wanted an investigation in the first place, this is definitely like not what they're hoping for, obviously, in terms of like how it impacts like the group personally, but definitely there's definitely something bigger going on, and they're very excited that their instinct was right in that case. Like this is clearly bigger than like oh a kid got attacked by a jerk soldier in a library. It's like this is something bigger that means that has consequences for everyone. So of course they're not excited that the consequences are for people that they know. They're just excited that something's up, which means something could be done. So all of this is just kind of being taken in stride. And I think that they're really excited to kind of see where it goes. Mm-hmm. And Noct, how's Noct? Noct is having a serious case of be careful what you wish for. Because as he sort of grew into adulthood, he knew that there was something his parents were keeping from him. And his moms hadn't told him a lot of stuff um, about him except that he had this sort of great purpose in life. So he wanted to know what was going on with them, why there were th- certain things that they couldn't speak about. And now he's learning that it's uh, it might not mean good things for him because he sort of prided himself on, like, I have this thing to do that's really important, and, and one day I'm, I'm going to be in charge of a whole bunch of stuff. And now he's learned that there might be someone who has a greater tie to all of that than him he's the imposter in this situation like if this family has is like directly in line to the college like what does that mean for him is what is he he's just some sort of outsider that just happened to be there so his whole world might unravel so he's sort of trying to keep it together because that's the sort of person he is he doesn't let it show on the outside but inside his like his core is crumbling away (laughs) I'm so sorry. Yeah, sorry. I, I threw all these feelings out. I'm like, that's real deep. 
yeah, well, he's, he's, he is surprisingly deep, you know, considering. Goodness. <laughs> I was going to say that we also just came after Eddie's like, they're stoked. <laughs> and not yeah. just, like, internally like crumbling. <laughs> it's character development. We started out with no one wanting to be there at all. And now yeah. we have varying different feelings about being there slash not wanting to exist right now. That's mm-hmm. very fair. Well, I, I need angst in my life, okay? How I thrive. <laughs> Arcs. Yeah. I mean, Tondrin got to touch Nock's shoulder briefly. That was nice. Oh. Mm. <laughs> How is he doing with the fact that Nock just makes snarky comments? <laughs> um, also, where is Tondrin? Is he still just sitting with Nock and Rowan awkwardly? Yeah. <gasps> Probably start, like... like wanting to go outside but not being able to so like standing in the doorway like keeping lookout quote unquote (laughs) trying to do what he thinks is best but he's very good at keeping a lookout yeah (laughs) he's just been left with his eyes and looking at stuff and like the two characters that have the the most like to lose or gain here are being left with him, and they're both probably not speaking to each other. I and kind just of like, like that right now. Yeah, they'll be like really in their heads, and then there's just Tondrin like pro- trying to lean on stuff and, and not getting comfortable. And then, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The Decay of Steel Cove is produced by the ITU Crew, who can be found on Twitter and Twitch at ITU Crew, and is edited by Pretty Ideal. The theme music is produced by Sassy Dragon, who can be found on Twitter and Twitch at Sassy Dragon with two Ys. Game mastered by Bree, who can be found on Twitter at Pretty Ideal. Rowan is played by Laura, who can be found on Twitter at Leliana. Eddie is played by Rue, who can be found on Twitter at SinkSankSaki and on Twitch at Asquilis. Noct is played by Rev, who can be found on Twitter at Reverie Terribly. Frill is played by Vixie, who can be found on Twitter at VixieB.